And we're back. The Marshan and Oran Sports Media Podcast. I'm Andrew Marshan, sports media columnist for the New York Post. He's John Oran. John Orad. The media reporter for the Sports Business Journal. And John, we got a live studio audience. I think the podcast, I don't know if it's made it, but maybe. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We're at the Media Innovators Conference in New York City. Uh, and we just had a full day of, of events. And we're now doing the pod from here. Uh, the pod, bonus pod. The bonus pod. For those of you in the audience, uh, we do this podcast. It goes every Wednesday uh, early in the morning, 6 a.m., uh, we generally come in and we uh, uh, have a bunch of different topics that we do. And then uh, for most of the pods, we have a, a big, what we call the big get. It's an interview. We have uh, the top people in uh, sports media. We've had uh, Jimmy Pitaro, Steve Bornstein, Gary Bettman, Marie Donahue, Steve Phelps. We have top uh, people in the announcer booth. We've had Shaq. We've had uh, uh, Buck and Aikman. We've had um, Al Michaels uh, do it. And it's been a lot of fun. We've been doing it for about a year. And let's get right into it. Yeah, in a minute, I think we're going to have Mando Mojitos. Which I heard the Marchand Orand uh, people are going to be getting mojitos. How much did we pay for that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like that branding. Like, <laughs> I think you have a deal for that. All right, let, let's get started. Who's up? Who's down? All right, we do this every week. Uh, every Wednesday when we do the podcast, uh, who we have on the way up and who's on the way down. Uh, John, why don't you start off, off with who you have is up? Who I, we have is up. Uh, he was interviewed earlier today, Ray Warren of Telemundo. He runs uh, the Spanish language network. He's retiring. He's a um, longtime veteran of the business. Uh, my boss, Abe Madcor, raise your hand, Abe. He uh, interviewed uh, Ray today, and Ray talked about uh, the, the TV ratings for Telemundo for the World Cup, which are through the roof. But he also talked about, when I thought this was interesting, he talked about uh, the Peacock numbers and the streaming numbers are really, really big for Spanish language World Cup on Peacock. Yeah, we're gonna get into streaming and all of the networks and kind of look at things globally in a minute. All right, my who's up is Fox Sports CEO, Eric Shanks. The reason, the decision not to get into streaming uh, for Fox Sports, or at least subscription streaming, uh, could go down as one of the great decisions in sports media history. Uh, you look at what everyone else is doing, they're spending a lot of money, uh, ESPN, uh, NBC, CBS, Amazon's getting into the game, and Apple as well. Uh, and so a lot of competition. They've said, we're gonna focus on broadcast, continue with cable, uh, and that decision is looking very good at the moment. They do have Tubi, which is, uh, there's no subscription, commercials, uh, so they do, they are kind of developing something, so they can be, you know, the, if they want to get into it, they can, but at the moment, they've saved a lot of money, and it seems like the right decision, at least for now. To be, we just love to say to be. To be! <laughs> uh, I'm going to go right to who's down. It's going to be no surprise to regular listeners of the podcast, but we have uh, Chris Ripley as who's down. Uh, he's a, at the head of Sinclair. We had uh, on stage, I interviewed uh, Steve Rosenberg. He's a uh, president of Bally Sports, and uh, he's been there for about two years. And he described what Adam Silver described a month earlier and what uh, Rob Manfred described a month before that. The market right now for regional sports networks is um, it's hurting, and it, 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 there aren't any easy answers. And when uh, Adam Silver said that his teams are uh, prepared for pain, 
uh, coming up because of the, 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 mer the, the movement from this great business of, of linear TV, regional sports networks to streaming is gonna cost uh, in the near term uh, some, re some revenue for the teams. And the, the betting is that it, it's gonna come back eventually, but there's gonna be some pain. Okay, my who's down is sports leagues monopolies. And why do I say this? Because of what we're seeing with the World Cup and the influx of money, especially from the Middle East. Uh, the World Cup right now is in Qatar. Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two is uh, there's a report today that uh, the Saudi Arabian League has offered Ronaldo upwards of $120 million per year. Uh, we all know what's going on in golf with Liv and Greg Norman uh, and you know, could they possibly have a deal in the near future with you know, some of their events airing on Fox and FS1? That seems possible. And if you're sports leagues, a question I think you have to start to ask yourself is that um, will you allow uh, some of these groups to own teams? If the New York Yankees came up for sale, um, you know, what, how would you handle that? Uh, we look in the Premier League, Newcastle is owned um, by the um, Saudi Arabian Investment Fund. Uh, and so I think that is something that is, you know, the idea that, you know, how you handle that if you're sports leagues and networks uh, is going to be something that is going to, I think, become a really big story. Already in Europe, it's been that way for a while. Now even a bigger story here in the States. I want to call an audible for a second because I think that is such an interesting topic. Uh, let's make that topic one. Okay. Because I, I, I think that there's, uh, I don't know if there's a potential problem for it, but if you're looking at areas where the, the Middle East can really invest in teams or invest in leagues or, or um, not invest in leagues, but uh, take over and, 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 and create a, a disruptor of a league, it needs to be international. And it, need, it needs to, you know, they need to be able to take star players with a lot of money. So, like, that, that's why golf was a, a, a sort of a natural for them. I would think tennis, yep. international, I think that would be uh, really natu uh, a natural for them. But I also think something like the NBA is an international league. What would stop them from poaching, you know, a star player at the end of his career? with a lot of money and just, you know, start up a, a new rival upstart league with, with a ton of money. Yeah, I mean, and it, it depends on what people, you know, are players, athletes, um, and analysts and people involved, you know, do they want, you know, we saw this issue has come up with Live in terms of um, it becoming to the forefront. You know, there's a lot of businesses that um, are involved um, with the Saudis uh, and these, these groups. Uh, and so, uh, you know, that's gonna, we're gonna have to see where that goes, um, but, uh, but I do think it's an emerging story that, you know, even like a guy like Lionel Messi, who's been, um, uh, who sounds as if he's gonna end up in MLS, and I still think he will. Uh, I think there's some agreement with Adidas, and I think he'll probably end up in, in MLS, and that'll be great for MLS and Apple. But I do think the Saudi Arabian group that's going after, from what I've heard, uh, Ronaldo could also make a run at Messi, and that, you know, what does that do for MLS, and also what does it do for prices? Because if they're, if they're offering 120 million, um, you know, the MLS is going to have to have a deal that approaches that as well. But that's why every time we talk about, write about live, it's one of the most clicked on stories on our, on our website. Uh, nobody knows how this ends. I mean, what do you think in terms of a TV deal? Do you, do you see a path? Uh, yeah, I mean, Fox has been the one that's been rumored. Uh, you know, people associated with the PGA tour 
Uh, it kind of seems like that's going to be a no-go, at least at the moment. Uh, but again, you look at what they've done. They've taken a lot of the best golfers. Not all of them. Uh, PGA is still, I think, better overall. And they still, even though Tiger's not the same Tiger, but I, you know, he's kind of a, you know, I think, you know, the reports and things I've heard as well, you know, they offered him $800 million. Uh, you start getting into this money, uh, and, you know, we don't really have a next LeBron yet, but you talked about, like, an NBA league. There's a next LeBron, you offer him a billion dollars in part ownership or something to someone go, and what does the NBA do? So I just think, uh, you know, where it's going to go is, is going to be very interesting to watch. And, and with that, let's get into the topics. And we're going to go network by network and get to as many as we can, uh, and also the digital players and Apple. Just kind of look at it globally uh, of what they're doing. Let's start. Um, can I interrupt you one yeah. more time? The Mando Mojitos have entered the, the building. <laughs> do we get them? Why we do we do it? Uh, we, we better get two at least. Get, I, all right. We, we, yeah, well, that seems a although, although I, yeah, I'm worried about doing this live because one of us is going to get fired. Yeah, exactly. But now exactly. we're going to do it live all right. with the mojito. All right, John, yeah. can you get John a mojito, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass. Uh, AC Wyatt. Oh, thank, thank you, you AC Wyatt, one of our great producers. I know you did drinks, AC. And uh, a, a real quick topic before we get into the yeah. topics. Got a question from the audience. Jimmy told Abe. Uh, Jimmy Pitaro yeah. told Abe that a gambling deal is not imminent. What do you two think? What's the holdup? It's a good question. Uh, I, I would say I, I think ESPN is going to be very careful with this deal. Um, you know, they are willing to do a gambling deal, uh, but it's got to be just right. And I think they're really and you know Bob Iger. I think does it does change the equation. Because you know you want to, I think he will want to protect the brand, um, and we've kind of all just jumped in with gambling. I kind of do see like at some point people kind of looking like, is this a good idea? Because you know there's going to be problems and stories about people who um, you know who you know, more more issues I think with people gambling too much and you know losing their homes, etc. And I think. You know, ESPN and Disney, they're going to have to kind of see where they want to stand at the end of the day. Well, I found it to be funny that uh, that was a story that, that um, a lot of people wrote about coming off of uh, Pitaro's talk, because I don't think what he said was really overly newsworthy. It's always been sort of, you know, not necessarily imminent. Yep. I don't think that there's any delay. I just think that they, you know, they, they, ESPN already has a studio in Las Vegas that's, that, that's branded in, in Caesars. They take advertising. They have a lot of shows. They have a lot of... Uh... Yeah, every Monday night, you know, on, I forget who's which gambling company, but Adam Schefter says, you know, the over-under or whatever, and they kind of work it into the coverage. That's obviously a paid spot. Um, and so they're not... They're, they're involved. So, so we both think it's coming. It's coming. And it I might mean, not be imminent, but it's You also it, it don't necessarily have to do one deal. I mean, it's just the, the, the reason to do it is the guaranteed money, and if the money's ridiculous, but you also could just take advertising from everybody, and, and that, that can also work. All right, so let's get into the, the, the topics. We're going to go network by network, and let's uh, right now talk about where they are. And we will start with ESPN. Yep. So the big news, of course, uh, recently Bob Iger goes to the top of Disney. Uh, and so what impact does that have on ESPN? But let's just start first off with their assets and, and what they have. And uh, you know, the big thing is Monday Night Football and the NFL and a Super Bowl coming in 2027. Uh, and you look at the Monday Night Football, and it, they, they, they signed Joe Buck 
and Troy Aikman for combined contracts, $165 million. The games feel bigger. Next year is going to be a tipping point for Monday Night Football because flex scheduling is going to come into play late in the season. So instead of having you know bad games late in the year, they're going to have some um, really you know they'll have, they'll have at least uh, some okay matchups, if not really good ones. Um, so you look at it overall. Lost the Big Ten, uh, that was big. Just re-signed the Big Twelve. NBA is coming up. You know, so they got a, they have a lot going on, and then we've talked about this a lot on the pod. Direct to consumer, your ability to buy ESPN and watch it without having a cable subscription, we think is going to happen in the next couple of years. Um, they'll still be on cable, so they're not going to lose those fees, and you'll still be able to access ESPN through cable. But I do think that's happening in the relatively near future. And Jimmy Pitaro t- today said parallel paths, a path toward direct-to-consumer and a path... Uh, Did Abe Madcor uh, ask him what, if he has taken the over-under? He could gotten on the dinner bet with Abe, us. Uh, where, where are you on that, Abe? No. I, I, I'm not up to speed. I don't listen to the show. <laughs> My boss does not listen to Abe the show. Abe Madcor, the yes. boss who interviewed Jimmy Pitaro uh, earlier here at the Media, Media Innovators, <laughs> does not listen to the show. Um, just, like, just like Brian Rolop doesn't Yeah, Brian listen Rolop, to that. all yeah, the big-time yeah, guys. Absolutely. Brian Rolop, head of... NFL What's media. so funny when you when you talked he about he actually does listen. He totally and listens. And he listens as well. Yeah, we know yeah. he listens. When he works out, I'm told. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Very um, detailed. When when we when you talked about ESPN and sort of what they have, you went immediately to the rights. Yeah. And I agree with you on Fox. The street loves Fox because they are not spending money on streaming, and and uh, they've been uh, better than the other media companies on Wall Street because of that, and they prioritize that. But one asset that ESPN does have is ESPN Plus and the bundle that they have now with Disney Plus. And so when I look at ESPN and the way they're set up for the future, I mean, uh, Fox is a, uh, they're a short-term who's up, but long-term who's up, if you really believe in streaming, I, 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 like they're, they're getting, punished by Wall Street right now for all the expenses inherently around um, uh, Well, streaming. I'm a big Breaking Bad fan, and so I don't believe in half measures, and so that's why I like ESPN's point of view and I like Fox's point of view, because I feel like if you're in the middle, that's not really where you want to be in a digital subscription world, um, and so I think Fox not going in makes sense, but then ESPN going all in, and what you said with the bundle, they also have Hulu, uh, and uh, you add all those things together, the idea is to reach people. I think what you're gonna also see, these are already seeing it, you know, they're already doing this, but really looking at subscriptions globally, and it's really not domestic, and that's maybe where they make up the money from Chris Ripley's being who's down every week. Uh, and, you know, with the regional sports networks, per- perhaps having some major difficulties here in the near future, that's gonna really impact how much money uh, sports leagues and teams may have, you know, each month. So a question uh, just came in. We're um, talking about Steve Rosenberg of uh, of Bally Sports, yep. and he predicted uh, that consolidation is coming in the industry. So the question we have is: Which national player is the most and least likely to be acquired in the next five years? And the reason I I, I went to that right now is that topic two okay. is Fox which is, uh, which is uh, sit- sitting there with a broadcast network with a couple of uh, cable channels a- a- around it. And I have long thought that at some point one of these 
big digital players, if they really want to get in with the NBA or with, with uh, some of these sports leagues, they need distribution. Uh, the, the NBA is not going to go off, have, take its NBA finals off of broadcast television. The NFL, is not, they're not going to take their games off of broadcast television. Uh, so I, I would see Fox or, you know, the, the rumors have always been around about CBS, CBS uh, yeah. getting out there too. But those would be the two that I would say are the most ripe for, for being sold. Yeah, I would agree. Um, there's always a lot of talk about ESPN being spun off. I mean, I've had some pretty good sourcing. I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe, maybe. But we don't, we don't know yet. What I, like, I mean, Bob Iger could change it, but I just think there's some things two that... Two years ago, Bob Iger would not have done that. Like, uh, yeah, did did, did, I mean, did something just, happen, change? I, I, I'm I don't, not smart enough to understand it, but somebody explain yeah. it to me. It's really complicated why it won't happen, but I don't think it will. All right, so put me on record saying not happening. If it not does, happening. It, like, we agree, I, agree I don't on think that. it is, yeah. but there's some like, things with deals and stuff, and it just doesn't... Again, it was explained to me, but um, I went to Ithaca. <laughs> I didn't go to, you know, people go to, to say to me, did you go to, where'd you go to school? I go, Ithaca. Cornell. Yeah, they go Cornell. I say, if I went to Cornell, I'd say I went to Cornell. Um, I, I went to Ithaca. So, uh, but so anyways, I don't think it's going to be spun off, but I really didn't give you much reasoning there. That's why Abe doesn't listen. It's not enough. I don't give enough. The, you're, um, you're doing a good job. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, another question. I'm dying to know the answer to this question, and it's uniquely to you. How many snacks did Clicker bring for this podcast? Oh, that's a good question. I got a feeling that came from Joe Lemire, your colleague. So here's a little, you know, we, we sometimes get into the personal stuff. When I used to cover the Yankees, you guys all know baseball is endless, right? You never know when the game's going to end. You could have rain delay. And so the press box dining room closes around, I think, the seventh inning. Is that right? Yeah. The seventh inning. Uh, and so you got to be prepared. So I've always <laughs> had more snacks than everybody, peanuts bags, chocolate, fruit, depending on like I'm trying to be in shape or not. Do you so share? I would share, the, but sometimes you, you know, you get some 18 inning games and it's like, uh, it's like you're on Survivor. And so, you know, and then that point I get a little more stingy. But you're not like Jeff Passan, one of our big guests who, talk, who would buy like barbecue for the entire. No, no, Passan has a little much. Yeah. All right. Well, you, you talked about, you know, uh, ESPN going whole hog for streaming. Fox going whole hog against streaming. That leaves uh, CBS and NBC, which it does feel like half measures with, with streaming. Yeah, I think that's the concern. I mean, here's the one thing that I think is really bad for consumers, but I do think when you look at these distributors, they're gonna reevaluate. Like if you're CBS and you're Paramount Plus and you have Champions League, right? Do you really need, and they have NWSL uh, and women's soccer, um, do you really need more soccer? Because you, you, in theory, you're gonna get a lot of the so soccer people for that, you know, um, for that entity, you're gonna, because it's, it's the best um, club tournament there is in the world, you know, featuring Manchester City and uh, Liverpool and um, Real Madrid, et cetera. And so, do you need, so like, I, I think when you look at it, so yes, you, I don't like half measures, but like getting everything makes some sense, but it doesn't, like you don't necessarily need everything. So I, I guess my, my point is, is that yes, I don't believe in half measures, but if you're Paramount Plus and you do have the NFL, what? you do have Champions League, uh, you do have the NCAA tournament, um, what else we got there? It, it, Golf. If you, if you talk to uh, anybody at CBS and they talk about 
what retains streaming uh, subscribers? The NFL that retains everything. Yeah. I mean, the NFL. Why, I don't really understand that one. Uh, why does that retain streaming survivor? Because I mean, you don't need. I can watch the games without Paramount Plus. No, but people people are conditioned to. They, they they're getting people, people are conditioned. Dumb, to, I'm, I did not. I would never say that. But that's what, but that's what it implies, though, because you don't really have to pay. You don't need Paramount Plus to watch the NFL. Uh, you, you don't, but they say they they okay, identify the NFL. The NFL is is sort of it's such a programming. Juggernaut. Yeah, that sounds above and, That sounds a little easy. And they also say soccer, and okay. you don't need all all soccer. Yep. You just need some soccer to get in there. I think uh, what I find to be really interesting about the TV market right now is that you have NBC and CBS have decided that they're going to stream football, and you know you can cut the you can cut the cord or you can do whatever you yeah. can you can watch the broadcast uh, over there. ESPN does not stream Monday Night Football. Fox does not stream their, uh, their uh, Sunday afternoon football. And they're trying for as long as they can to keep the cable bundle as robust as it is. And they think that if they, they, they Explain start to- Explain to me what you mean by they don't stream it. Because like, if I'm out, I can go to the Fox Sports app you can go to if you're oh, if you're an, yeah, if you're an authenticated cable sub subscriber. Yeah. You're saying they don't go like over the top of cable. Yeah, exactly. Got it. And so Peacock you, does. Yeah, because you need to subscribe to cable uh, because yeah. they're totally dependent oh, on those fees. Yep. And that and uh, you know we, we had Michael Nathanson on, the, uh, a, a financial analyst, talking about that, and he thought that that was a really uh, good good plan or a good good idea yes. because it, it's keeping it. Uh, Look, look, the cable business was so good for these sports networks and it was so good for these sports leagues and they're doing whatever they can to keep it going as long as they can because it's pretty obvious where the cord cutting, cord cutting trend is not ending anytime and soon. And you like CBS? I'm going to put you on the spot here because you put me on the spot like five times. Uh, CBS or... Or CBS or NBC, whose plan do you like better? Who do you think is more well positioned? I think their plan seems pretty similar to me. You didn't answer the question. I said, who do you like better? Who do I like better? You see, like, ah, I know. he's thinking about all the sources. He's like, who am I going to, yeah, well, I know he's doing that. I, I had dinner last night with Jen Sabatel and Greg Hughes. <laughs> those are the PR uh, people for both, for those both CBS okay. and, and, and with, that, with NBC. Um, uh, I think is that, that true? Uh, yeah, oh, wow. Cr Chris okay. LaPlaca was also there. Like, it was like a, a, a meeting of the minds. That we only were missing Andrew Figueresi of Fox uh, uh, over there. I, Nate Smeltz doesn't get in there for I, uh, uh, Nate Smeltz was flying up today. Oh, okay. He, Turner's right. PR person. His flight was canceled. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. a lot, lot of rain on the East Coast, apparently. But uh, he's, he's getting in. Um, I'm going to go. I'll, I'll answer your question. I like Peacock. I think Peacock okay. is, uh, I think they're doing um, what they did with the WWE. I think was, was unique. Uh, what they've done with uh, uh, the Premier League, yep. I think has been really uh, a growth engine uh, for, for them. Uh, I don't like what, they've, what, what they're doing with the NFL. I think that they should be um, uh, treating that uh, like, um, like Fox or like ESPN. But why? For them, though, they don't really need authentic. You know, I don't know if you really associate them with you know, authenticating oh, with cable. You don't, but, but uh, NBC makes a boatload, and so does CBS do. uh, with, with retransmission consent fees. But if ESPN and Fox are still doing it, they could just gravy train yeah, off of that. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're exactly. doing it, so yeah, they don't have to worry yeah. about it. They can build up their uh, direct-to-consumer while they make it so the cable bundle stays together. Yeah, yeah. Um, quick question. Uh, Jimmy Pitaro today sounded very bullish on the NBA Unlike David Zasloff, who said sports is hard and says, no, we don't need uh, the NBA. Um, uh, 
Uh, Jimmy is bullish on the NBA. I, I think ESPN, well, I think, I know ESPN is bullish on the NBA. But I, I, I think the narrative around uh, Warner Brothers' discovery uh, and their sort of retrenching from the NBA, I don't buy that. I mean, they, they want the NBA. I think that David Zaslov uh, maybe misspoke or maybe spoke off the cuff. And uh, I, I would bet you, I don't know this for certain, but I'm pretty certain I'm right, he called the NBA almost certainly after those comments went, hit, hit, the, uh, hit the press to uh, sort of explain where he was. They love the NBA. They signed the inside the NBA crew to, you know, uh, Barkley for 10-year deal. 10-year for yeah. Barkley, probably in Romo, $180 million neighborhood. Yeah, I hear the thing about all this stuff. Uh, these negotiations at the end of the day uh, come down to numbers, not words. Uh, and so I think those will tell the story. Um, I, I do think if you look at everything, I, I think Zaz, what Zaslov said uh, has significance because uh, he did say we he don't need the NBA, yeah. okay? And I think they're going to make a very big play for the NBA. I think they're a little concerned about their lack of leverage with Apple and Amazon potentially coming in and also the feeling Michael Nathanson, when we had him on our podcast, uh, the great media analyst, you know, saying how he believes that their deals for TNT and Turner, their cable deals, are um, there's a agreement that includes you have to have the NBA, mm -hmm. and so the NBA likely knows that as well. And so there's not a lot of leverage there, uh, and so maybe you try to pull a little bit back. The issue for them is that the NBA, to me, not like they're going to want they're going to be on broadcast. Uh, they'll probably be on cable, but I think they're the type of sport that could, and they're preparing for it. Could do, could do well, perhaps, in a global streaming environment. It's a global sport, second only to soccer worldwide, uh, I think. And uh, I, I think that they could have an avenue there. And I wrote about this in my newsletter that's on Mondays a couple weeks ago. You know, the app that they just reimagined, to use their you know, word and make them happy, uh, that they just reimagined. But it's significant because that app will be able one day to be able to sell you games anywhere in the world, a la what the MLS is doing. And do they partner with an Amazon or an Apple to do that? Uh, so if I'm Turner, Warner Brothers Discovery Sports, WBD Sports. What's WBD Sports? Yes. Uh, I would be a little bit concerned. So, uh, But I think at the end of the day, uh, the checkbook will tell the story. Yeah. And uh, what, it, what's so funny about is talking about this now is the next three years is going to be uh, the, the changes like we're, we're looking at the market as it is right now. How many homes is TNT going to be in in 2025 when that deal You're is You're the expert, so I should be asking you that. Or I think 50 million is what we think is going to be the point. So won't they be in 50 million? May, I mean, what if that's not the point? What if it keeps going? What, I know, like, what if it keeps going now? What I if it's 40 million? I trust Michael Nathanson and those people. I think that, and I think you know, I've talked to some people at the networks. I think they kind of, I, I trust <laughs> they, Oh, they, they, they don't, uh, like, the, the, I think the, they it's think it's 50, work. 60 million. I mean, that feels about right to me. I feel like what? there's a group of us who are old enough who aren't going to lose cable and then whose kids will use their cables, you know, authentic, authentic how do you say it? Authen Authenticity. No, authentication. Authentication. Yeah, authentication. Yes. Although I have a, a daughter in college, and uh, sorry about this, Mike Soltis, who's in the crowd, ESPN, 
uh, I get her Hulu password. So it, it, it goes back around Report sometimes. Them. Yeah, but you uh, know what? These PR people, Mike Soltis in the crowd, all these people, they take like the subscription, like New York Post Plus, I know for a fact, they get one subscription and they give it around the whole audience and they can they complain, they probably do it to Sports Business Journal. Are you kidding? SBJ is in the clips. They call them clips, like it's supposed to be a, a special. Yeah, so if anybody's stealing Disney Plus or ESPN Plus, feel free, all right? It's a, just a, it's, it's a wild, wild west out in Bristol and Burbank. Well, it goes around, comes around. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. What are their margins, though? I think it's a little higher. Uh, so, all right, let's move on. Do you have another question here? Yeah, you know what? We're coming up with a couple of good questions. All right, a lot of questions. We're going to get to everybody here. Apple, um, Amazon, WD Sports, and Netflix. Well, let's go, to, let's go to Apple. Uh, actually, let's stick with the ESPN, because uh, this is something we've talked about before. Uh, you actually have a number. I don't. Abe, Abe Madcore asked Jimmy Pitaro about this. Hold on a second. I just had a sip of that mojito. It's strong. I, I know. Very strong. Jesus. If, we, right. if we start to slur, we're going to just we're gonna shut it down, shut it down right away. We're going to shut it down. Yeah. Medium lightweight. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm not a big drinker. What, what's the over-under for the number of cable subs ESPN will have to drop to before streaming the, the main network? Wow, Good the, question. The, the number they put is 75 million. I think no they're way. under. I think they're under 75 million. Who is this? Do they put a name with this? Yeah. Who, who asked that question? Show of hands. Uh, no. All right. Uh, there we go. All right. 75 million. Uh, SPJ's Ross Nethery uh, uh, seated that. So thank you, Ross. The number is 50 million. Maybe they go at 60. Yeah. Abe asked that to Jimmy Pitaro. Uh, I've asked this of, of, of the executives. He said, there's no number. There's like, like it's, uh, it's a little more than a feel, but it's a little less than a, uh, than no, sirens go off. No, it's a magic number, but I would say when they get the 50 million. The, the way, the way that Pataro. I have uh, sourcing saying 50 million, but 50, 60. Well, the way, the way Pataro talked is like, they're committed to going. How would he know? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they're committed to going on the dual paths of, uh, of cable and, and direct-to-consumer, and they're gonna, they're, I, I think they're gonna flip the switch if it's 60, if it's 65. Yeah, I, 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 I think it, it, that, that, that's almost immaterial. They, they see a market for young people that aren't subscribed to cable. And it does make sense when you think about it. If you're at 50 million, let's just say, and then you can add, they already have 22 million, 22 million or so uh, ESPN Plus subscribers, and so, in theory, you know, there are probably a lot of people who have both, but let's just say that's like 10 million, all right? Then if you can add 20 million, okay? So then you went from 50 to 60 to 20, that's 80 million. And if you're charging the similar amounts, I mean, I feel like they're back close to whole. Like, I mean, again, they're gonna make less money than they once did. Everyone kind of thinks that. Um, but they, you're still kind of, you kind of could see how that kind of those parallel paths uh, come together. It was on our list of topics. It's a question that came from the audience. Thank you very much. Can Apple survive in the sports space on just MLS alone? And if not, what's their target? Could it be an emerging sport? Well, the word survive, I'd say, is the wrong word for Apple. Apple is going to survive. They don't need any of Well, they need all of us to have their phones. But they don't need MLS. They don't need NFL. They don't need any of this. So that's what's scary for networks, because they have a different business than everyone else. It doesn't really, I mean, it has to make sense. They're, you know, that, that, that does have to make sense. But, I mean, so could they, I, I think it's, they're going to be, they're very interesting to watch. I mean, I, I haven't been very bullish on what they did. The baseball deal seems stupid to me. Uh, when you look at the... Uh, it's a test. It's a test. It was a test, yeah. but all right. But I, I, yeah, fine. But, and they didn't spend a lot of money, fine. 
MLS with Messi, I think selling subscriptions globally, you know, again, there's an artificial number that we think is like, a, well, if it, get, if it makes $250 million or more, because that's what they're paying uh, MLS, even though MLS is paying production. Um, so it's more, you know, the $200 million range. But I think you start, you start with Messi. That's like having Taylor Swift exclusively in music. That's like having Michael Jordan back in the day in basketball. And I get it, he's 35, but John knows, and maybe if you listen to this pod, I'm as big a soccer fan as there is. You know, if I wouldn't be here at 4:15 if this was at 3:15. I was watching the Argentina <laughs> game, uh, and so who won? Tell them who won. Yeah, Argentina won. People know. Yeah, they, know. All right, all right. they all know. That's why it's big. <laughs> the, the, but uh, well, but Messi, I think that might actually work because global subscriptions, and if you're selling around the globe, and people are kind of like, oh, maybe I'll get that because MLS loves to say about how many players are in different countries, and then you have Messi. Uh, as well that you get, it makes it, I mean, that's how people do, so you, know, you guys know subscription, SBJ. I mean, you have a star like John Oran, and then you, people buy SBJ because of Oran, and then they, they get the other stuff too. Is that right, Abe? And then I, <laughs> then I re- renegotiate my contract. Exactly, Is that let how me that be works? your agent. Yeah, let me, let, let me uh, just give you a bit of pessimism about Apple. I also was killing Apple, but I've kind of, with the Messi, I kind of like, I like global subscriptions. So, all right, go ahead, give me some pessimism. Like, let's just do a what if, a yeah. what if scenario. Like, uh, you know, every, every, I believe, we both believe the NBA is sitting, uh, is sitting pretty. Yes. And they're, and they're, they're going to be fine. Yeah, Mike Bass, you don't have to complain about that or tell me about the ratings. They, but you know, but you l- let, me, let me just posit a what if. Yeah. What if nobody, wa- n- nobody watches MLS and nobody watched baseball? And Apple says, "Why are we investing yeah. so much in sports? We're out. Like we, yeah. we, we th- this we this was a test that we did. It was a test that failed, and we have uh, we have little interest. Yeah, in it. I think that's possible. What what if Amazon, which uh, ju- it, it just had what was it, eleven thousand people yeah, they 11, just la- people uh, laid off? Yeah. They're losing a ton. I don't know what they're losing right now on on the NFL. What if somebody comes in there and says?" This doesn't make sense. We have to start making money. We can't get into it. Like we, we can't use the NBA as a loss leader in order to get it away from, uh, from ESPN. What if Turner goes down to like 40 million homes and uh, David Zaslav is serious? We don't need the NBA. Yeah. Like, like right now, it's a frothy market. In three years, like, uh, like it, it's, uh, I still believe it'll be a frothy yeah, market. Yeah. But I just see some like red flags that, that both of us will be sort of monitoring on the on the way on the on the way through. Yeah, what if I don't think any of that will happen? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my thing. I mean, Apple. I, I think Apple is interesting. I, I agree. They could get out, but they have ten years with with MLS. I mean, they're just a little bit finicky, and I also think that you know they've had trouble initially in going into other markets. The sports is different. They're not. They don't have the dominant product in it, and so. Uh, ESPN and Fox and, and NBC and, and CBS, they've done a pretty good job of buying most of the property. So if you want, if Apple wants to do this, it's going to take time. Like if you don't get the NBA, you're probably getting into the late 20s, if not the 30s, before you're really going to be like, well, no, Apple's going to like make sports into like the I, you know iTunes. Um, I, you know, I, I don't see that happening be, just because there's too much. Now Sunday Ticket, we've talked about where does it go? Oh, Sunday ticket? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, where does it go? Uh, I, I just, 
There's a problem there. What, you're the business guy. What is the issue here? Listen, the, the issue here is that the NFL tells ESPN, NBC, CBS, and Fox to jump. Yeah. And they jump. Boy, yep. do they, boy, do they jump. Uh, they tell Apple to jump. Apple doesn't jump. Yeah. And Apple tells everybody that has ever done deals with to jump, and they jump. Yeah. They tell the NFL to jump. The NFL doesn't jump. You have a, this, like really butting of the heads uh they, yeah. they they're they're not moving um, do you make anything new york times had a story where they said youtube could get involved you buy that uh google youtube they they, they are a player in it uh i, I just it depends well disney is probably out here here's right? what disney espn out not officially but that but 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 unlikely. They're, they're they're unlikely okay. they're, they're, their their bid is very is very low okay uh in comparison uh, I don't think that there's another company that has the the pockets to to get into a to, to Sunday ticket. I do think that there's a potential that they don't find that they don't come up with anything and they put it on their app. Uh, I'll tell you what NFL Brian Rollop, if you're listening, NFL get Plus. that NFL Plus app that's working not better. A that's not a prediction though, because that's not <laughs> going to that happen. Get that thing working better if you're going to have a, a Sunday ticket on there. So if I, I still I still would de uh, declare Apple as the uh, the front runner. Uh, I, I think that's going to happen, but they the, the NFL has said it's going to happen by fall. It didn't happen by fall. It's going to happen, you know, uh, by by November. It hasn't happened by November by the end of the year. Now they're pushing it into next year. I mean, th these are negotiations that are taking a lot, uh, they're a lot more difficult than they were expecting okay. them to be. Before we wrap up shortly, let's just hit a couple of these. Um, what do you make, you've talked about WBD Sports, Lenny Daniels, who was uh, the, the head president of this title? Uh, he was president of uh, WBD Sports. He was a 27 year veteran of, uh, of Turner. Um, he was, uh, he left the company uh, effective immediately. So where do you see them? What, what, are, the, what are you, are you bullish on them or no? Uh, I, I'm bullish on them because they have great brands like, uh, like the HBO brand, uh, the Discovery oh, brands, overall. 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 I'm about sports. But in, ter in terms of sports, they, I'm, I'm bullish on them for this reason. They have, uh, they, they have a really good portfolio of sports that they still that they still maintain. They have the NBA uh, into the conference of, of finals. They have MLB through the uh, championship series. They have uh, the Final Four every other year in, in, in March Madness. I mean, those they have hockey, including the Stanley Cup Finals every other year. Uh, they they have a great portfolio of sports. Uh, so they're 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 not going to turn their back. They're not going to walk away from that. So. They're going to be a player for the next several years. So I talk about covering baseball a lot. When you cover baseball, it's an interesting dynamic is that most people you're talking to don't really want to talk to you, right? You talk to the manager every day, Joe Girardi. Um, you know, we could sometimes have a contentious relationship players. So sometimes, though, but most people don't want to lie, right? So when I look at what David Zavzlov said, um, it wasn't the thing about getting out of the NBA. The thing that I think really is important is that we, he said, we want to do a deal for the future, not the past. And we talked about Apple and global subscription. If you look at Discovery and Warner Brothers and what they bring together as a company, global subscription is something that they could try to get into. And perhaps that's where they go with the NBA and say, you know, we actually can sell these things uh, the you know, similar way that Amazon or Apple. Now, can they do it as well? I mean, if you look internationally, they've done very well streaming-wise, and that's why you know, people have liked the idea of that merger. Uh, but 
I think that's something that they're going to get more into streaming, I think. I think you'll see the NHL end up on HBO Max. Um, and, uh, you know, that next deal, I think they do a three-pronged or two-pronged approach with being on cable and then also being on streaming. Mm -hmm. every, uh, every Tuesday when we tape, Andrew and I talk, and we're always like, let's keep this short. Let's keep this at 30 minutes. We always go over. Yeah. We, we've already gone way over now. But there is one question. I want to hold your feet, feet to the fire. I want fire. Netflix. We got to talk Netflix at the end. All right, let's quickly. do let's do Netflix. Oh, we can do the question. All right, we'll do, do Netflix quickly because I can tell we're getting the the rap. People I don't want to go drink mojitos. I don't the, I don't see Netflix. Net, I don't see Netflix as a, as a serious player for big time sports. I think that they can pick, they can pick off uh, niche sports. Okay. Especially niche sports, as they can right, so do. They're out. All right, forget it. They're just doing niche sports. Wait, do, you, do, do you think that? Do you think differently? No, not at this point. I don't think they really know what they're. They're getting into. You know, they were never really a player until they have ads. Now they have ads. So, um, you know, I think that it's potentially something that they could see. Because I also think you look at it. If you're Apple and you're spending two hundred fifty million dollars on MLS, well, how how much does it cost to make a great show? And so that's something Netflix is going to have to add up um, at the end of the day. We had uh, Al Michaels on as our big uh, get. Uh, when was that? Uh, we had him a couple of days. He's been on twice. Yes. He was on during the Super Bowl before oh, he did the Super Bowl. Yeah, right and before then the Super before Bowl. Amazon's first game, we had Al and Kirk Herbstreit. And Al Michaels was like, hey, I pick up the uh, read Andrew's column to find out what I'm going to be doing or where I'm going to be working uh, moving forward. You uh, broke all those stories with the, uh, with the announcers. We have a question here. Sports media personality that no one's talking about. Make somebody's career right here. <laughs> that no one's talking about. That's pretty bad if no one's talking yeah, about them. Um, hold on. I got to think about this. This is like a... Um, Can we get the Jeopardy theme? Is Chris Mason Yeah, yeah where's here? the... Yeah, uh, we need the Jeopardy theme. A sports media personality. I'll tell you somebody who's pretty good, I think. And I had some news today. Uh, Rick DiPietro uh, and Dave Rothenberg in New York, ESPN is going to go local from 6 to 10. Uh, I was kind of surprised that ESPN didn't put, uh, maybe they tried, but they didn't have DiPietro on their hockey coverage. He's someone who I think uh, is willing to speak his mind. Uh, and so uh, I'll put him out there as someone uh, who's on the way up. I do like, I kill Fox's coverage of the uh, World Cup, and it has been awful. But <laughs> Stu Holden on games is pretty good. There you have two. So uh, thank you very much for, for staying. Uh, raise the glass of mojito for oh, wow. a quick toast. And we're going to say uh, see you on Wednesday. Yes, every Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>